Okay, so in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a major security issue which you might not be aware of if you're using something like LastPass or any password sharing tool where you are using that app to give people access to sites, but you're think, you think you are doing that securely, as in you are hiding the passwords, they're using the app to fill the passwords in, and you think that's great, I don't need to worry about that, there's no possible concern to me about someone able to hack my accounts because I'm using a secure tool like LastPass. Well, in fact, that is a major security issue and that is what I wanna just talk about today for a few minutes. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day and this is Systemize Your Success. Okay, so LastPass is one of my favorite tools. It has totally simplified the way we allow people to log in and share uh, or share our logins with our team. We have about 300 passwords and about 150 of those are used pretty regularly. And so the management of that, if we didn't have an app to actually do that for us, would be a nightmare. And just bear in mind, we're not a huge company. We have three staff and then a couple of part-time or ad hoc workers as well. So it's not like we're a massive organization, but we do like technology. We have got a few apps and sites that we use and we share, like, you know, for example, image sites, or it could be um, access to my Facebook account or whatever. And those sites soon add up. And so I used to manage this all through, first of all, just having, you know, giving people the passwords, which is a really not a great thing for security. Um, but then I used the free version of LastPass, which uh, didn't really help too much because I still had to, uh, it just became an absolute nightmare and mess. So then we started using the, the business LastPass. And I, I've done another episode on purely on which LastPass accounts go for and why. So go and check that out if you want to actually see which LastPass account I advise. This, what I'm going to talk about now, works in any LastPass or any password sharing app, which you are, which you can set up folders. And if you can't do that, you could just use a spreadsheet and keep a note of, of which uh, passwords that require changing and I'll explain exactly what I'm talking about in a minute. So you could do exactly this even with even with just a spreadsheet. But the key thing here is about knowing that this security issue exists and what to do about it. So this is the security issue. First off, when you share a password with somebody, you in your password sharing app can say mask this password, you know, don't let anybody see this password. And so I thought or used to think that was completely secure. And then it dawned on me one day that if that person is using a site such as, you know, Google, and there's a little view password button, so they can literally click that button and therefore view the password, then it sort of defeats the object of hiding it in the first place. So using a password sharing app is still massively convenient and it's something I recommend every business does. But just be aware that by sharing the passwords with somebody else, there is a chance that they can see them if, like in this example, like, like in the example I've given about Google, you can actually just click that view button or show password and it'll actually show them the password. If you're tech savvy or if your staff are tech savvy, they could actually do that for themselves. They could actually go into the, you know, once they've got that password in their password vault, they could share it to a, you know, a password app like this. And then, uh, sorry, uh, uh, they could set up something which they could view that password. And so you've got to assume that when you share a password with somebody, whether you do it as securely as you think, that they can view that password. And therefore they could write that down. And therefore, even if you switch off that access through your password sharing app, 
they could still potentially in the future access that unless you change the password. Now, the problem is that if you've got, like we have, 100, 200, 300 passwords, you know, how many of those is realistic to change when somebody leaves the company? I mean, this is a, a daunting task if you had to change even 50 passwords. If each one takes you, you know, five minutes to change or even just two minutes or three minutes to change, like an hour, two hours, three hours, five hours work or whatever, taken up each time somebody comes and goes. And if you're working with contractors and you're sharing some passwords with them, then it can be a daunting task to know, okay, how do I share, which, which, which sites do I need to share them to originally? Like you have to do it individually to make sure that's a, you know, a minimum number of things shared. And then when they leave, you have to remember to, un to change the passwords and unshare them. So whatever way you spin this, having a systemized approach to doing this, which keeps you secure, but minimizes the admin is, in my opinion, a good idea. And this is what we've been, we've been doing in our company now for around six months. And it's to create folders with two distinct um, purposes. So in our LastPass account, we have what we call available folders and unavailable folders. Now, if you're not familiar with LastPass Teams or you're using a different password sharing app, the principles are the same, but the terminology available and unavailable comes from the Teams uh, terminology. And so what available means is any, but any, when we add somebody to an available folder, they automatically get access to all the sites in that folder. So they, by default, all the sites in an available folder are available for them to view. Conversely, in the unavailable folders, when we add somebody to an unavailable folder, we, we flick the switch on the settings to say all these sites are unavailable by default. And then we just selectively give people access to individual sites in that unavailable folder. So we could have all of our, like anything sort of mission critical, anything where they could delete work, they could access client CRM data, uh, client data, they could you know, disrupt our business operations, all that would go in the unavailable. And then sites, for, for example, you've got a, an account with videos or 123reg or whatever, it doesn't store anything in there. There's no data in there to be concerned about. Um, and it's just simply there as a tool which you use then uh, it's a tool which you use in your business, but it doesn't actually sort of serve a uh, operational aspect of your business. So it could be an image sharing library like 123F, or it could be, um, uh, trying to give another good example, uh, we've got some video editing software. We don't actually own it, it's a free software that we use. So they, we share it all through that. So stuff like that, which doesn't really matter if we lost access to it, that's the stuff that goes in the available. And then anything which mission critical, we put into unavailable. And the advantage of this is simply from an admin point of view is that when somebody leaves we go through our unavailable folders which they're at which they are a member of and we note down each password we have shared with them in that unavailable folder and we change that password so that it keeps them changing passwords to a minimum but make sure we are staying secure and then all the available stuff we just we, we just um have a the uh, agreement or we, we believe it doesn't really matter. And so therefore we don't bother changing them all. The gold standard would be to change every single password. I'm not saying that you shouldn't consider that. It's just from a practical point of view that actually isn't very practical because of the time and the hassle involved 
in doing that. So that's it. That's the really the quick fix to how you get around this problem that when you share passwords with people, even if you think you're doing it securely, there is a chance they can view them. And this is a simple way. It's not a fix. It's a sticky plaster approach to have a practical solution which works and means that you are reducing the admin load on your team every time someone comes and goes from the company. So there is one solution to this problem, and it is the gold standard, even above changing all your passwords. And that is to set up users for each account that you want someone to access. So for example, if you've got a CRM that has client data in, Therefore, for GDPR, you need to know who is accessing that data, when they're accessing it. If there's a data breach, you need to be able to locate who did that. It would be inappropriate for you to share access to your CRM via something like LastPass using a generic login. Instead, you should set up a user on that account where the employee or the staff member, or the contractor puts their email address or your company email address in as their, their username. And then they have their own account set up with their own password. You, you don't need to have that and you shouldn't have that in your LastPass vault because you want to be sure that if there is a data breach in the CRM example, that the only person who had that password was the person whose account it was. So therefore, we don't put our staff's user accounts into our LastPass vault. They, um, then when that person leaves the company, we simply delete that user from our CRM, or it could be your web hosting, it could be your landing page builder, it could be uh, your uh, video hosting site, whatever it is, whether it's mission critical stuff or stuff which could be a data breach issue, if there's, you know, for data protection, GDPR purposes, if there's anything around that sort of uh, operational stuff, critical operational stuff, set up users, that is the gold standard. But sometimes that's not possible. So for example, if you're sharing access to your Facebook personal account, which is against Facebook rules, I should probably say is a, a bit of a, a disclaimer. But if you do do that with your virtual assistant, and if you do, or anyone for that matter, virtual or otherwise, make sure they use a VPN uh, if they don't live in the same city as you, so you don't get a security alert and get yourself banned. So a VPN, virtual private network, that will then mask their IP address and make it look like they're in your home city and therefore Facebook won't kick off a fuss and kick you out. Um, so if, uh, if you are gonna do that, and I'm not suggesting you do, but if you do, uh, then you're not able to set up users on a Facebook personal account. So you have to share the password and that would be one of the things that would put into my U folder, my unavailable folder, because it's a mission critical. I'm gonna share the password via LastPass. I can't know for sure if they've, they've you know, got that password somehow. And therefore, when they leave the company, I'm gonna change that password as a policy. So that's it. So that's my gold standard is to set up a user. Second best would be to change all the passwords. The third best is to do the recommended that we're having unavailable versus available and then be a bit more selective with what you change. So I hope that helpful. Thanks very much. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. 
So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions, and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day, and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success. Oh,